Hello, 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 hello. This is Sydney Smith, and I am the host of this incredible podcast, The Real Queen Sid. I'm really excited today to talk to you guys about addiction. It is one of my favorite topics to talk about because I love taking people that hate addicts and don't understand addiction and don't understand the pool and the draw and everything that goes along with it and just flipping your mindset, changing it around, and really opening people's eyes to a new version of humans, okay? So, um, please go ahead, screenshot this, share this into your Instagram stories, and tag me. My name is it's ITS underscore Queen Sid, um, and that is my Instagram handle, and I'm really, really excited to talk about this today. I'm also a little bit nervous. Um, I have some notes, but not really a lot of notes, and um, I'm just going to kind of speak from the heart and then go from there, and let's go, go, go. So, Um, If you guys don't know my story, I am a recovering addict. I was addicted to um, Molly, which is also known as MDMA, and cocaine. Um, So I was doing that pretty much every single day for I don't even know how long. I'd have to math. I'm not really sure how long, but I was doing that very, very regularly, um, and it was becoming a problem. I was, you know, putting my bills on credit cards so that I could save my cash for drugs. I was living in what I like to call the trap house. Um, and my drug dealer lived with me. Um, he was a really good friend of mine. He's a beautiful soul. He's no harm, no foul. Um, you know, business is business. But, um, so I was, that was, that was, yeah, yeah, that was what my life was. And, um, about three years ago, it's been three years and, uh, two months now. Yeah. Three years and two months ago, um, is the, is when I got sober. So five years ago is when I started to try and get sober, actually five years, almost to the day. Um, I had met my ex-boyfriend at the time and we were dating and we had been dating for, uh, I don't know, a month or so. And, uh, he sat me down and he said, I am actually a drug addict. Um, and I was clean up until I met you. And then I partied with you all summer and now it's time for me to get my shit back together. And so he, said, I need to get clean. Um, and I can't be around you to do it or you can get clean too. And every fiber of my being, every inch of my body was like, yeah, yeah, not you, not use drugs again. You are funny. That is comical. That's not going to happen. Right. And, um, but what came out of my mouth was, okay, I'll do it. I'll get sober. And it took me two years, but I did do it. I still remember the last time I used drugs. I still remember the first time I used drugs. I still struggle with it every single day. And I think that's the first common misconception that people make about uh, addiction is that uh, once you're sober and clean that you don't struggle with it anymore. But I will struggle with it for the rest of my life. I still have cravings. I still have um, it's it's you've you've formed new pathways in your brain um, and it's it's a struggle. It's especially when you got to deal with life stuff. Um, and you haven't been able to deal with it any other way in the past. Uh, you just usually, you just, you know, when you're a drug addict, you get to do drugs and feel better. And um, you have to relearn how to how to handle things in a healthy way. And I think that a lot of people judge drug addicts because, you know, we think of those drug addicts in the movie that are these, um, you know what I'm talking about, like these, you know, quote unquote crackheads. I hate that word. Um, but quote-unquote crackheads and these people in the movies that are just uh, portrayed as disgusting human beings and we really strip away their humanity and uh, look at them as people that are less than or people that are not worthy of being in society. I hear all the time like, oh, they overdosed, they deserved it. Um, 
you know, they're a drug addict, they deserve to die. And it's just, it breaks my heart because to do that, you have to strip somebody of their humanity. You have to forget that they're a human with a story and with um, emotions and with parents. They're somebody's brother or sister or mother or boyfriend or girlfriend or daughter or, you know, son or whatever. There's somebody's person and we forget that. And we strip people of their humanity and we just think, oh, those disgusting addicts. And I know that's a lot of people's um, view. And I know that a lot of people even hear my story and they're like, yeah, you're still a disgusting addict. They still hate addicts. And I get it. A lot of us have been hurt by addicts. But um, addicts hurt people because they're hurt. And I think that goes for a lot of us. A lot of us hurt people. Hurt people hurt people, right? Um, So a lot of us hurt people when we're hurting and you just have to be taught proper coping mechanisms. Um, and that's just not something that you experience with addiction. And so I think a lot of us have really unhealthy addictions and we look at drug addicts and we're like, oh, you disgusting human. And then we shove our face with 20 donuts because we can't stop. And that's a sugar addiction. It's the same thing. You're just coping with sugar, which is legal. And I coped with cocaine, which is not. And it's really just you need to take a step back and evaluate the situation before you look at somebody and think less of them because they they have a different coping mechanism than you really um and so anyway it took me once we once we decided we were going to get clean it took me about 2 years um and so i have been clean since june 22nd of 2016 um and so i've i'm 3 months and 2 3 years and 2 months sober we are it's been, it's been a wild ride. Um, so we're currently counting down to 3,000 or 1,231 days. Um, it's just a really significant number for me. I guess I could tell you guys why. Uh, I was watching Grey's Anatomy, which I've watched, you know, a hundred times over. It's one of my favorite shows. I love it to death. And Amelia Shepard is a uh, character that I related to really hard. And she was about to, sorry, this is going to be a spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen this, but she was about to um, relapse because she was trying to deal with her the death of her brother. And um, I remember her pacing back and forth on this porch and she was talking to Owen and she said, I've been sober for 1,321 days. And she was about to relapse and it just was that scene brings me to tears. It brings me to my knees because I've been there. I've experienced that. I've sat there and been like, I'm, I want to throw all this away because I don't want to feel anymore. Um, and I don't want to have to deal with these emotions. I don't want to have to deal with life. I want to be able to, uh, cope with things in the way that I used to. And so she said 1,321 days. And at the time I was about 800 days into my sobriety and I was like, Oh my God, I can't wait until I can say a thousand days. So I did celebrate a thousand days in Nashville with some of my friends. It was a huge deal. Um, everybody made it so unbelievably special. And I have to thank you guys so much for, for everything you do with my sobriety, every message, every person, every person that says they're proud of me and congratulates me or shares their story with me, like you keep me sober. And I say that because like, if I was doing this just for myself, this sounds so bad, but if I was doing this just for myself, I don't know that I would be where I am right now. I don't know. There have been times where I've been so close to breaking my sobriety and it's you guys that keeps me grounded, keep me connected because I don't want to have to tell you that I started over. I don't want to have to tell you that I made a mistake and I slipped up and I have to go back to day one. I don't want to have to start that date over. And so I'm going to talk about this a little bit with kind of um, anybody that's dealing with uh, being a loved one of an addict because I've been both. 
Um, and so I've been on both sides of the coin, but I just want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart because you keep me grounded. You keep me sober. You keep me on track because without you guys and your accountability, I don't, there have been some days that I don't know that I would have stayed sober if it wasn't for you guys. So I love you guys and I appreciate you guys for that. And, um, anyway, so we celebrated our thousand days sober hours. I say ours because like, like I said, I can't do it without you guys. Um, and then now we're counting down to 1,321 days because Amelia Shepard, that, like that thousand day benchmark really did keep me sober one night. Like there was one night where I was sitting in a parking lot crying and I just wanted to not feel anything. And I just wanted to end, end the pain. And, um, had my thousand days not been right around the corner, I probably would have. Um, and so now we're counting down to the 1,321 days. So anyway, um, I got a little bit of my feels there, but I listened to this podcast or I think it was a Ted talk by, uh, Joanne Harry, Harry. It's J O H A N N H A R I. Sorry, I need a drink. And he talks about addiction. Um, and he talks about how we think that addiction is these chemical hooks. Um, and it's not that it's because if it was, if it was completely chemical based, um, everybody would be addicted that does drugs and they're not. And that's why people sit there and they're like, I did drugs. I didn't get addicted. And it's not, it's not 100% about chemical hooks. It is more about your cage. Okay. And this is this cage that you feel like humans have a natural need to bond and traumatized people can't bond the same way. Um, so they turn to something else, right? So people that have been traumatized, oftentimes drug addicts have been traumatized in their child childhood. They have, uh, lacked love from somebody important in their life, i.e. most of the time a parent. Um, they have had sexual abuse trauma or maybe they were, um, physically abused or something like that. Most of the time traumatized people are the ones that end up as addicts because it's not about the chemical hook. It's about this cage that you've put yourself in, um, and not being able to heal that trauma. And that trauma pushes you away from people. So you can't bond the same way that normal, healthy, or I don't want to say healthy because everybody's had a little trauma in their life, but, um, healthy is the best word that I can use, but healthy people. And so they need something else that will give them that relief that most people are able to get from bonds with humans. Um, and so these bonds and connections are what make you want to be present in your life. And so I love this quote, the opposite of addiction is not sobriety, it's connection. Okay. And so the opposite of addiction is not sobriety, it's connection. If you are trying to, if you are the loved one of an addict, first of all, feel my heart on this, hear my heart on this. You are not alone. You are incredibly strong and I know how hard it is. I know how hard it is to be the loved one of an addict. I know how hard it is to watch somebody drown and just say, my God, if you just stood up, you would be fine. And I know what that feels like. And I'm sorry that you're going through it and you are a strong human being and I love you and I appreciate you and I am so damn proud of you for doing what you do for that person because they need you. So I've been the loved one of an addict. Like I said, my ex-boyfriend was an addict. We were together for five years. Um, and it's really hard. And even, even breaking up, he's still like, I love him to death. He's still my person. Like he's still somebody that I would, I would do anything for, um, especially when it comes to his sobriety. So, 
Um, I totally understand you there, but I, I need to stress this. The opposite of addiction is not sobriety, it's connection. Okay, it's not as simple as get sober, stay sober, get sober, stay sober, get sober, stay sober. There's a reason that most people will relapse over and over and over again, and that's another thing. Relapse is part of recovery. Recovery is not linear. It is not one straight line upward. You cannot get you cannot fall in, in love with people's potential, okay? Because, and every addict will have this upward, upward line of like sobriety, like, oh my God, they're doing so amazing. And then all of a sudden they're going to relapse and you have to love them anyway, because it's part of recovery. It's part of surviving. It's part of becoming this new person, right? And just expect it. Don't, t- it's not personal. It's not about you. Recovery and relapsing and addiction and sobriety is not about you. It's about the addict. It's about their pain. It's about their lack of connection. And so here is my biggest tip that I can give you if you're the loved one of an addict. It is help them get reconnected to society, okay? Because we treat addicts like criminals. We put them behind bars and we treat them like criminals and we give them these criminal sentences and we don't let them have jobs anymore because they have a record and we don't let them do whatever and we treat them like they did something wrong other than dealing with trying to deal with life the best they can, okay? They didn't do something wrong. They're trying to do the best they can. And so we treat addicts like criminals, which makes them, it pushes them further away from society. It makes them feel more disconnected. It makes them feel more like outsiders, which is just going to lead to relapses over and over and over again. Because the way to stay sober is to feel connected to society, is to feel connected to life, is to want to show up and feel more connected than you want to get high. That's point blank, the end of, end of story. That is why people relapse. That is why people go back to addiction. That is why people do the things that they do because they don't feel connected, okay? And so I want to go back to what I said when I said, you guys keep me sober. This social media platform, my Facebook, my Instagram, this podcast, whatever, whatever other social media content I put out, that is my connection to society. You guys all messaging me and saying, I'm rooting for you. I believe in you. I, or thank you for sharing your story. Like I didn't think I could get sober and I see you and you are sober and you are thriving. And every single message, every single person that likes, comments, comments, reaches out, whatever, you are my connection. You are my sobriety. The opposite of addiction is not sobriety, it's connection. You guys are my sobriety. You are my connection. I know that if I go backwards, if I relapse, if I go back to addiction, I lose this. And I don't want to lose this. I don't want to lose the people that I get to help. I don't want to lose the person that came up to me after I spoke on stage and said, I have not been sober since I was 14 years old. And now I am, I'm literally detoxing right now and I'm getting sober right now. And he is celebrating six months sober. Do you know how cool that is? That's my connection to society. If I relapse, I can't help those people. If I relapse, I can't have the relationships with the people in my life that I love so much. I can't have any of this if I go back to addiction. So I've created such secure and such um, concrete bonds to society that my recovery and my sobriety is very, very strong. So you have to help them create bonds. That could be through AA. That could be through NA. That could be through 
you know, family, that could be through other um, constructive things like maybe jobs or maybe volunteering um, or anything like that. If they have hobbies, um, you know, sports or or music or writing or painting or whatever, just creating those bonds, okay? So I did not get sober through a program. A lot of people use AA or NA to get sober and to stay sober. And I truly do believe because my sobriety date lines up with when I joined network marketing, that is my NA. That is my connection. That is my people. That is my the thing that keeps me sober. That is, that is my NA. But some people can't do that. Some people need the structure of NA. They need the structure of that. But the more bonds that you can help them create, the more likely they are to get sober and to stay sober. Okay. So right now we feel like society is more connected with everything, um, being on social media, but really we've lost that like flesh and blood connection. And so really getting in front of those people and just loving them. Okay. And this is my biggest tip for anybody that is, that loves an addict. They're going to hurt you. They're going to disappoint you. They're going to whatever. They're going to steal from you. They're going to relapse. They're going to, it's going to be a rocky road. And all I ask for you from you is to love them anyway, love them anyway, because that's going to save their life. Love them anyway. And I say this to the people that are closest to me all the time. I say, thank you so much for loving me anyway, because I know that my past is dark. I know that I have triggers. I know that I have things and trauma that I need to deal with and I know that I have I have addict tendencies and addict personality traits and all of that and I thank people all the time for loving me anyway because it saves my life every single day and if you can just love somebody anybody anyway and you can do it from a distance okay they don't have to be in your life all the time you can protect your energy you can keep people at a distance but love them anyway just know that when they are ready for that help you are there you are that rock for them when they're ready because most people that overdose and die think that their family doesn't give a damn anymore okay so love them anyway and so sorry that makes me emotional (laughs) um and so there's a quote from this uh ted talk that i wanted to share and it says all along we have been saying war songs against addicts when we should have been singing them love songs because the opposite of addiction is not sobriety. The opposite of addiction is connection. And so if you're in a space right now where either you're an addict or you are the loved one of an addict, just know I love you wherever you are, whether you love me, whether you hate me, whether you don't know me, I love you because I know your struggle and I know that you don't want to feel the pain anymore and you don't want to feel that darkness and I know that you don't want to be this person that everybody everybody portrays I know that you don't want to be the person that everybody takes the humanity away from and says you that disgusting drug addict right we walk past them on the street and we look down on them and we spit on them and we ignore them when they ask us for change for food right here's the thing about that this is a little bit off topic but this is something also very beautiful when Whenever somebody asks me for money on the street, if I have cash, I give it to them. And a lot of people look at me like crazy, like they're just going to go buy drugs or they're just going to go buy whatever. Like, here's the thing. If somebody asks me for help and I have the means to help them and I don't, that says something about my character. If they ask me for help 
and they don't use my help for what they said they were going to use it, that's something about their character. So I will always give money to homeless people. I will always offer them food. I will always give my heart to people. I will always, because I am, because that's who I am. That's my character. I will never, I will never look down on somebody or take their community away. We literally, I literally see people on the street that are afraid of homeless people. They're just humans. My God, the faster we learn that, the the better this world's going to be. So I think that I got all that I wanted out in this podcast, and um, I hope that you guys gained value from this. If you did, please definitely share it with a friend um, that you feel could hear it, that needs to hear it, or share it with an addict or a loved one of an addict, or just hear my heart on this. You are not alone. You are loved, and uh, I, I really... I really know how strong you are, no matter what side of the coin you're on, addict or love an addict, you are incredibly strong, and um, I appreciate you guys so much. If you gain value from this, go ahead and leave me a review or um, post it into your stories on Instagram. My store, my Instagram handle is it's ITS underscore Queen Sid. I love and appreciate you guys so, so much. Thank you for listening, and um, I'll catch you guys, catch you guys on the next one.